you look around at brands that have stood the test of time, look closely and you'll see that the successful ones have found a way to adapt to the modern world. Whether that be digital applications of their identities or adapting to changing consumer lifestyles and needs, or maybe finding a better way to build their mousetrap, you'll see brands can stand the test of time if you go about it the right way. Welcome to Drive Time Marketing. Welcome to Drive Time Marketing, tips, tricks, and tools to take your marketing to new and profitable destinations. The COVID-19 pandemic took the marketer's playbook, shredded it, and set it on fire. Two years later, there's no going back to our old ways. According to the State of Branding Report, there were five key takeaways from 2020 to consider as we move forward. One, not everyone ventured so heavily into digital initiatives and transformation in 2020 but those who did saw a dramatic increase in content, data, and tech. 59% of marketers reported that the most sizable impact from digital initiatives was generating more digital content and creative output. Two, the demand for content never showed any signs of slowing, even during the otherwise wild and unpredictable year that 2020 was. Campaigns and content increased by 41% year over year. Three, Marketers may be overestimating their ability to keep up with content demands. 72% of marketers feel confident they're on track to keep up with creative and content requests this year, but 73% of marketers also admitted they created significantly less content than they originally planned in 2020. Four, marketers have a new view of automation. In 2020, 23% said branding could not be automated, even in portions. In 2021, only 1% of marketers said the same, suggesting a shift in acceptance towards bringing automation to all parts of marketing, including branding and creative. And finally, 50% or more of the respondents are implementing new digital experience tech, investing in data and analytics, and generating more content, be it social posts, ads, or mailers. It is past time to look at our brands and understand how prepared they are for this new normal and the next one. So first, let's start with the usual suspect, the logo. Most of us will naturally gravitate to a review of logos surrounding us. Historical identities still viable today will have invariably found a way to integrate the equity earned from their original logos with the visuals that dominate our lives today. In some cases, this has been a thoughtful, well-crafted evolution. For some, it's been in response to the current communications landscape that requires our brand identities to live in various digital and small, tiny mediums. And sometimes the modernization of a logo has been a direct result of simple design tools that have allowed designers to create logos with true show-stopping power. Regardless of the love you have for your logo, its life will always be informed by the day's norms, trends, and standards. In some cases, your logo might be ready for just a tiny bit of help, a refresh. A logo refresh is like a personal makeover that transforms how a person or a brand is perceived. The foundation, much like your bone structure, doesn't change, but the new clothes and makeup are updated and designed for today. No logo can stay relevant forever, 
if it does not keep up with changing customer sensibilities. So ask yourself a few questions. When was the last time your logos were refreshed? Are they showing signs of aging? Are you using italics, bubble letters? Ugh. Is your logo too complex for today's digital channels? That my friends is more common than you would think. Is your company evolving? Are your customers evolving? Given the last two years, the answers to these are probably a resounding yes. If any of your answers have you looking at your logos with a new eye, there are a few approaches to modernizing your logo that can be relatively pain-free, if not committee-free. One, keep the logo, but update the tone to match a strategy. Or add messages such as taglines and reevaluate the hierarchy of your graphic elements. Maybe you want to freshen or expand the color palette. Or how about simplifying it or removing complex elements, particularly those that don't translate on digital platforms well. So this is an old one, but when waste management updated its identity with the color green, it was focused on becoming a green responsible company and started communicating the proof of its environmental efforts. So in this case, the company changed, consumer sentiment had changed, and you know, basically our lives had changed and had become more environmentally focused. The Miami Dolphins, go Saints, have updated their logo over the years while still honoring the legacy and equities of the brand. There's still a dolphin, though admittedly he's a less goofy version, and the warm Miami sun. The palette is the same, but mm, brightened a bit. More importantly, the simplified design gives them better usage in digital and video, and the evolution of the mark has focused on what continues to be essential and what can be thrown away. As marketers, we've all seen cases where logo updates or changes have been received with negative feedback, sometimes vitriol, you should anticipate some level of negativity. Somebody's gonna love the old logo and they will hate everything about your new one. Prepare your executive team and find an agreement in which audiences and opinions truly matter to your brand. And if possible, do a little research before you roll out a new look to a beloved brand mark. Otherwise, like the gap, you may reverse your decision with no real rationale. A strategy has to drive any changes. But modernizing your brand is more than a logo discussion. In 2018, Dunkin' Donuts announced they were taking their brand in a fresher new direction. They weren't announcing a rebrand, but a bit of a modernization to the brand. And while they recognized the brand's overall feel needed a bit of a jolt, they left the iconic logo untouched. Instead, they looked to physical assets like signs, cups, and packaging as canvases to create a playful expression of the brand. If you look at the history of the brand's iconography, you'll see that it hasn't changed really that much over the many years. The font was introduced in the 70s and it was followed by the pink and orange colors in the 80s. The coffee cup was added in 2002 and its famous tagline has been in use since, I don't know, 2005, 2006. Additional modernization of the brand touches the experience updating the look of the stores and emphasizing digital ordering are perfect examples. And as marketers, we have to look beyond the splash. But I'll talk about that after this message from Erica. Casino Marketing Bootcamp is a hit, so we're taking it on the road. Announcing regional and custom bootcamps built specifically for you and the topics on your mind. Click the link in our show notes for more information. And we're back. As I was saying, as marketers, we have to look beyond the splash. 
right? We'll look at other brands and wonder, oh, I wish I could do that. I wish I had the funds for that. But like most change, we have to look internally to understand the root of the challenge. Believe me when I say that in 2022, it's not a logo problem. First, we need to examine what we're doing for the brand rather than what the brand is doing for our company. Savvy marketers realize that logos are only the tip of the iceberg. The most successful brand updates are those that have fundamental changes. The best signal of the shift is a refreshed logo, but those changes, logo and experience, have to happen together. Instead of asking the easy questions, are our brands lagging because of ineffective marketing tactics or are we not advertising enough, we have to ask the questions that address the brand's equity rather than the awareness. The fact is that customers probably already know about you. The more challenging but strategic questions are about demand. Is the message you're sending out speaking to customers' priorities? Is your product satisfying the needs and desires of your target customers? Your resources are much better spent on understanding what the customer wants. Only when you understand this can you make the necessary operational changes and then proceed to a more effective communications tactic. Around the year 2000, the casino company then operating as Harris underwent a significant shift in how it approached marketing communications. With over 20 properties carrying the Harris banner, the company had a national image campaign mixed with countless advertising themes running in the various local markets. I know because I was running one of those various local market themes. There was no clear message. Starting with input from focus groups around the country, the brand team developed positioning and concepts. Then they tested again, further identifying execution elements such as voiceover styles and the age of the talent in the music. Establishing the overall brand positioning started in August of 2000 and eventually launched at the national and local levels in March of 2001. Almost a full year. The new brand leveraged the emotions associated with playing slots at Harris, uncovered during the research phase, was why Harris mattered to customers. Although the brand positioning project resulted in a library of new creative elements, it did not lead to a logo change, but rather a consistent mark application. When the former Isla Capri Casinos added a new brand to its portfolio in 2007, some expected it to change the face of the company. The challenge was not much else was changing. So the new management team put the brakes on this so-called rebranding project to align the company objectives to a defined strategy, matching the asset class, market growth, and competition to the brand. The result was a bifurcated challenger brand strategy that focused on the experience or value, but always was based on the fun. Isle and Lady Luck were reborn. It was only then that we started to change logos. The last two years have impacted our brands more than any economic or technological shift, but we also learned valuable lessons. It used to be you had to know your customer. The pandemic-related shift showed many marketers what casino marketers already know. You must know your customer segment. Communications need to be personally relevant and aligned with an individual situation and values rather than tailored to demographics or geography. For casino marketers, the competition used to be other casinos. And today we compete against a customer's last experience, which could be anything. Did they get in their cars, drive to the local supermarket and shop for groceries? Or did they order what they needed and pay for it all in the palm of their hand? 
Suddenly, the expectation of a satisfying experience includes something very quick or friction-free. Direct-to-consumer brands are leveraging every bit of data and have gotten customers used to hyper-personalization. So imagine a customer of yours getting an offer of no interest to them, or worse, standing in line to redeem that offer. Before COVID, customers may have hoped you had what they wanted. The frictionless sourcing of almost any good or service means customers expect you to have what they want, when they want it. And this can alter your amenities and the games you maintain on your floor. Marketing, as our creative director says, is like dating. For the longest time, advertising was about buying mass reach media at the best rates to deliver the best message and convert. In dating terms, it was like going to as many parties and bars as you could in the hopes of finding that someone special. New media allows you to swipe through the options until you find a prospective match. It's less about serendipity and more about algorithms. In marketing terms, we have changed our approach from brand marketing to build reach to performance marketing to generate leads. The acceleration of digital channels only quickened that trend. However, all is not lost to brand marketers as leading CMOs realize there must be a balance between brand and performance marketing. We must be cautious not to fall under the spell of quantifiable data entirely. Many are bridging the gap between their database and advertising teams so that both can see the entire continuum of communication and outreach to customers. Simply put, they work better when they work together. Another thing that has changed, you have to consider customers at the center of the journey rather than thinking of the customer as sitting at the center of your marketing strategy. I know it sounds a little confusing, but it's very different. Marketing is typically just the start of the trip, right? Moreover, the various departments interacting with customers can often be siloed because of organizational charts, technologies, or even geography now. While it's nearly impossible for the entire customer journey to live in one department, marketing should be operated in the context of the whole end-to-end -end journey and where possible, connect the silos. Brands must stand behind products and values. So key findings from the ENY Future Consumer Index show that while quality, convenience, and price are still important to customers, new factors such as trust and ethical sourcing, sustainability, and social responsibility are gaining importance in how consumers choose a product or service. Brand vision is at the beginning of any brand project. It's the heritage and foundation on which you build. Mature brands, however, can often become so rooted in their vision that it becomes difficult to adapt and change with the market. But you do not need to choose between tradition and change. The key is balancing the two. You must align your brand vision with consumer shifts to remain relevant to your customer. Has your brand become indistinguishable from the competition to your customers, rather than in your opinion? Has it taken the wrong role in the eyes of your customers? Is there a disconnect between what the identity and the experiences are saying compared to when you originated the brand? These are the questions that you must continuously ask and answer to maintain a relevant, valuable brand that has growth in its future. Thank you for joining me this week on Drive Time Marketing. Thank you for joining us on Drive Time Marketing. If you like what you heard today, rate and review so other marketers can find us. You can also sign up for our newsletter at the link in the show notes. And if you're looking for more in-depth knowledge and training, 
Join us at our next Casino Marketing Bootcamp event. Until next time, keep driving towards your goals with great marketing. Yeah.